The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, good Saturday and welcome into this edition of the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're glad that you're with us this afternoon, the 13th of December, guys. 12 days till Christmas. Have you got all your shopping done? <laughs> Define all your shopping. <laughs> uh, no, no would be the you answer. You yeah. haven't done that yet? No would be the answer. Have you started? Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of stuff online this year. Yeah? Yeah, because... I get a lot of energy from sitting at the computer and not doing anything. You know, that's how I get my <laughs> exercise. But no, I've done a lot of online shopping, and that's been really pretty convenient this year. Yeah, I guess that does work well. Well, we're glad you're here. I'm Dennis Breeden. The other voice you heard was Sam Main. Another voice you heard was Robbie Dillmore. Al Henley is here along with us as well today. We're missing Vinny, but we're going to play some music in his honor mm-hmm. as we do the break. Also want to say a special welcome. If you happen to be a first-time listener and you've just tuned in, welcome to The Journey uh, we'll try to describe to you as we go along what what that really means uh, as soon as we figure it out. But uh, <laughs> it is a journey, and uh, if you're a guy that's listening, uh, you'll you'll hear a lot of things that'll sound familiar. If you're a female that's listening, I know that we have some female listeners, and they say that hey, they really get a lot out of the show. Whether you find find out just how much men are messed up, and this helps you. Uh, in realizing this or perhaps something will relate to you as well so we welcome you in today we have started uh we started last week and we're going to do for the next few weeks sam we're going to be talking about gifts gifts that are given to us uh we may not have accepted them yet we Mm -hmm. don't know for sure but this is something that god kind of laid on your heart uh for this time of year and share a little bit about that if you will yeah i had been praying you know a little bit uh, I, I do a daily devotional most days. You know, I write a daily devotional when God and I kind of talk about it a little bit. And and so I was laying in bed you know, a few weeks ago, and I was just like, God, what do you what do you want to do? You know, over this next Christmas season, is there anything that you know you want to really lay on my heart? And He just started bringing to mind all the gifts that He continually offers us, not just at Christmas time, but all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think just to remind people that. Those gifts are there for us, and we just need to go claim them. We need to accept them, and we need to to live as if they're truth in our life. Yeah, you know. And so there's just so many of them that the originally I thought, well, there'd be a couple days, but man, they just keep coming. That there's more and more that the God continually offers us as a loving Father mm-hmm. that we just need to say thank you and accept it. Yeah. And we started out last week with the gift of identity. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard that show yet, we invite you to go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org where you can listen to the podcast. You actually can listen to podcasts of any of our past shows. But uh, go back and listen to that. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about the gift of healing and restoration. And, Robbie, you had a great clip to start things out with today that uh, uh, kind of very seasonal for us. Yeah, when I thought about healing and restoration, you know, what a picture Charles Dickens gave us in his classic A Christmas Carol. You have Scrooge, and the healing and restoration that goes into his life is now legendary, Mm -hmm. obviously. And and this clip kind of kicks that off, and and I'm sure it'll sound familiar to a lot as he gets to see what kind of chain he's been forging. 
much. Who are you? Ask me who I was. <laughs> You're particular for a ghost. Who are you then? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. Can you sit down? I can. We'll do it then. You don't believe in me. I don't. What evidence would you have of my reality beyond that of your own senses? I don't know. Why do you doubt your senses? Because a little thing affects them, a slight disorder of the stomach. You might be a bit of bad beef, a blot of mustard, a fragment of an underdone potato. There's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. Humbug, I tell you, humbug! Dreadful apparition. Why do you trouble me? Man of the worldly mind, do you believe in me or not? I do, I must. The chain, tell me why. I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link and yard by yard. Is it pattern strange to you? Or would you know the weight and length of the strong coil you bear yourself? It was as full, as heavy, and as long as this seven Christmas Eve ago. You have labored on it since. It is a ponderous chain. I see no chain. Nine were invisible until the day of my death. So you can see that Jacob is going to have to drastically get Scrooge's attention in order to accomplish this healing. And, and Scrooge, interestingly, at first, he doubts his own senses. And, and I think about our own healing at Christmas time. We, we sense the, that we're wounded. We sense that we're going down a, a place that we don't want, that the fruit wouldn't be good. And we're looking for that healing. We doubt our own senses that it's available to us. And we feel the chain uh, that, that's there. And it's so cool to me, the healing that comes through the ghost of Christmas past then the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future, and Sam, the ghost of Christmas past for both me and you, <laughs> yeah. has has provided tremendous relief from chains. It has, you know, it's taken us back, or it's ta- you know, I've talked, and it's taken us back into you know painful times, growing up, painful memories that that aren't necessarily fun to go through, but it's necessary to go through to get to the healing on the other side. You know, Christmas time is probably one of the best times to remember those because often you're around people that were a part of it. You know, because a lot of those wounds, unfortunately, come from family mm-hmm. or, or close relatives. It's still family, technically, but not in your immediate family. That They've come from those, and you're reminded of them, and you have to kind of deal with it. So we're there. Why don't you let God enter into it so you can keep moving past it? Yeah. And the ghost gives Scrooge the classic father wound example of being left alone in all these Christmases. It's, it's, it's obvious to us, I think, that Scrooge has made an agreement that I've got to go it alone. I've got to forge this thing on my own. He becomes a driven man, like so many of us, actually, mm-hmm. that have said we got we to go alone. So we get this beautiful picture, and to me, in the ghost of Christmas past, 
of the classic father wound that we talk about quite often, you know, on the show that Scrooge gets to experience when he goes back to his childhood. Yeah. I want to ask you something, Al, because we talked about this earlier when we were preparing for the show uh, in relationship to the to the wounds and so forth. We talked about forgiveness, our ability to forgive others, our ability to forgive ourselves. Um, that's not necessarily what we're talking about today, but it does play into this whole thing, doesn't it? Well, I think it does because so often until we forgive folks for the, the pains that they've caused us, you know, we hold on to it and it, it uh, festers and it grows and it, it becomes a bitter root agreement. Um, and really the, the, the proper model for this is Jesus as he was on the cross. Um, who apologized? Mm-hmm. Nobody. He just gave forgiveness. That was so imperative for him to show that before anybody is sorry or regretful, you know, we have to do that for our own good. And it takes great faith to forgive people. Yeah. And then we, we move on. Once his eyes are opened and he gets to see the agreements he's made about Christmas, it's so cool, isn't it, Sam, how <laughs> the ghost of Christmas present literally, like the Holy Spirit does, open our eyes to things that he was totally unaware of in his life. Oh, absolutely. The veil's lifted and he can really see what's going on around him. You know, he has eyes to see in a context without understanding the past and it's, excuse me, it's, it's effect on you. It's really hard to interpret the future or the, the present, you know, cause it does cloud that it does make it muddy water at best. And so when we get a, an accurate portrayal of the past and God helps us write that, then we can really see the present the way we need to. And then we have this picture of the grim reaper, um, in the pr- Christmas future, mm-hmm. which you know, clearly it's interesting that he would that Charles Dickens would use the reaper because we reap what we sow, and there's the hope, right, Sam? It is. You know, it's the hope that, you know, I'm in the present today. I can choose what to sow, and whatever's sown will be harvested. And so I have the opportunity, as, as Scrooge did, he got to look ahead and saying, wow, I don't really want to end up with that harvest down the road, so I better sow some different seeds today in the present. Mm-hmm. And that's the opportunity we all have at Christmas and any day is to sow the right seeds so we can have the harvest down the road. Yeah. Al? You know, that brings up a memory for me that um, my mother had these outdoor lights when I was a kid that she tried to put on the Christmas tree. They weren't made for that. And every year she went through this incredible anger trying to get these lights perfect because she wanted the perfect tree. And I find myself now trying to put the lights on the tree. And to get them perfect. And then when it starts getting tense, I see everybody around getting tense. And I remember what it was like to be the one sitting there watching. And so now I just shove them on the inside of the tree. And and I just do it as quick as possible. And it never ceases to amaze me that when I just whip through it and throw it in together and make it a stress-free, minimal uh, effort project, it always looks beautiful. But there is a picture there, you know, of the healing. And the restoration to your own family. You know, there's this picture at Christmas that, you know, Jesus came so that we could have this, right? Because if we don't get free from our chain, that Jacob Marley is such a beautiful metaphor. Mm-hmm. And, and we have all felt the weight of our chains that we carry around. And to take off that first link and to see the rest of it fall away. For me personally this year, Dennis, I've had two or three of those chains released by Jesus. And I am really 
really opened my eyes to what Christmas has in store for us. Yeah, we've used that, we've used that song before, Sam, Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone. Right. And when I was hearing those chains during this movie clip, I was thinking about how, how when, when some of those chains come away, and that sound is gone yeah. as those are removed. Yeah, it, we're carrying the yoke that we're not supposed to carry. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Jesus talks about carrying his yoke, which is light. You know, when we're carrying the yoke of our past, the yoke of the present that's not being healed, it's a heavy, heavy weight. Yeah. We're talking about the gift of healing and restoration today on the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're glad you've joined us. You can check out our past podcast on themasculinejourneyradio.org. Also check us out on Facebook and Twitter as well. We'll be right back. You can always come up with an excuse for not visiting longtermcare.gov. Oh, I forgot. Game night. After all, who wants to admit that one day they will be, you know, old? Hey, do you see any crow's feet on this face? I don't. But since 70% of older Americans need some kind of long-term care, why not do some free planning now so you can stay in charge? Visit longtermcare.gov and find your own path forward. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Let there be peace on earth. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey radio show. Guys, one of my favorite things about this season is the music. I can listen to, and and I like the Santa Claus music too. I like the Santa Claus is coming to town. But when we talk about things like peace on earth, uh, the old classics, Silent Night, A Little Town of Bethlehem, all all the Hark the Herald Angels Sing, I just love Christmas music and the joy that that brings. Well, Robbie, yeah. you remember when that was new music, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much, you know, back in the Malachi days. We missed out on it. <laughs> now a new Christmas song for this year, Silent Night. <laughs> but, Damn you know, man. Vinny, uh, uh, he's not here because he, he wasn't feeling well. But that song, it touched him. It, he told me that, Robbie, when I heard this, I began to weep. Mm. Because he understands also clearly that as we undergo the healing and restoration that we talked about in this show we literally are lighting the way for others to follow that peace on earth that comes as a result of the healing and restoration and i know Vinny wanted to share that thought as as that particular song really touched him absolutely we have another great clip this afternoon and it's a music clip sam it's called heal me and uh this is something you brought for the show today so set that up for us yeah i was looking for you know some bumping music actually that we just played the piece on earth which was awesome and i came across this song that honestly i didn't know it's from aaron jeffrey and it's called heal me and in the little snippet we're going to hear 
is people said a person sitting in a church. You can sit there and you can say, "Well, wait a minute. I go to church every Sunday. I'm I'm saved. Do I really need this healing?" Well, let's listen to this and we'll come back and talk about it. It's another good to see you Sunday morning. Oh, I hardly hear the words roll off my tongue. Looking in myself for signs of something that's long gone. Oh, I stumble through a verse that says you love me. As the voices echo, my thoughts drift away And I close my eyes ashamed I'm feeling nothing And I pray I pray Heal me Heal these eyes Heal this heart Heal my mind Breathe Breath of life, heal me, awake my soul from this sleep. Give me back the joy of when I first believed. Heal me. Hmm. So, as you listen to that, you know, obviously, this is a person that's been a Christian for a period of time. And for me, as I heard that, I, I thought about when I became, you know, saved. Right, that I accepted Christ as my Savior, there was such a release. There was such a relief. There was life that came, and then life strips it away. You know, and really what it was was yes, there was a refreshed moment there. There was a time becoming new again, but there's still a lot of old to go deal with. You know, and that's really what he's singing there. He's saying, God, come in and heal me. Heal me from those things of the past. Heal me from the things I battle in the present. I don't want to be this way in the future. Yeah. Al, you want to share something? Actually, I saw them in concert uh, in Greensboro with Phillips, Craig, and Dean years back. And I remember the song, and the father was talking um, about there was a time where he was trying to become a professional singer, mm. and he had songs that he had written, and he had a voice. You can hear it. It's a father-son combination. Aaron and Jeffrey are the father-son. And he, so he had a voice. He had a song. He had no audience. He couldn't make it. And the struggle was it wasn't time for him to make it until his son could join him. Mm. And so to me, there's just a beauty that, you know, sometimes it's not because we're failing. It's just not the right time. Yeah. You know what I hear in that, guys, is the vulnerability. I remember when my daughter was just a little girl and I would listen to her pray to God and uh, everything would just be laid out on the table (laughs) and there'd be no... Second thoughts about what she was asking for, uh, how she would ask for it, how she would talk to God. Um, and I hear him singing that song and saying, heal me. And I heal, I hear all that, hear all that coming out, uh, in his voice saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a child of yours, but this is still tough, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw a question in we didn't talk about. Okay. Okay. So if this shows about authenticity, right? How has God healed you this year? Or how are you praying that he'll do that exactly for you coming up? What are you praying that he'll heal you of or from right now in your life? 
Well, mine's you know right there in the forefront because <laughs> I had two of those actual chains that that I feel like he relieved me from this year. One of them was my innocence card that you know I dealt with some sexual sin issues that that, that I needed to deal with, and he took me back like the ghost of Christmas past. I went with Jesus. He showed me where my innocence had been robbed. He walked me through that, pulling that chain off, and it was amazing. I cannot believe the healing that I've enjoyed this year since that particular time. And then recently, uh, financially, I had some issues that I did not realize that stemmed from my own thievery, that he took me back, and I, and I got to see a chance to, or have a chance to have another chain removed. And the cool thing is, is that these things I'm struggling with, that I sense, wow, there's something wrong here. I don't need Jacob Marley to scream, <laughs> you know, God saying, we can deal with this. You know, just let's heal some. Yeah. I think for me, uh, you know, I hadn't worked regularly and and really been a part of, of something, whether it was in a company or with other folks uh, for a while. I was on staff for a church part time uh, for a while and was doing that this time last year but was very frustrated about some things that were going on in life. And for the last several months, and there was a part two to that that came a couple of months ago where the enemy tried to steal that back away. Um, but I'm delivering pizzas, as you guys know, and I work five or six nights a week. And I was there last night. Actually, it was actually it was a few nights ago when we were uh, out in the rain. And I was driving down the road, and I had some Christmas music on, and I thought, this is just the greatest job. I get to see all these Christmas lights, and I get to go uh, talk to these people. And uh, I hadn't felt that way about working in a long time. So God has really helped me with that this year, and I'm grateful for it. That's a blessing. You know, there are really two things for me. Uh, I worked for 20 years in a job I was absolutely miserable at. And it was a pain every day. And I just can't, I know people out there can relate to that. And there had been opportunities for me to go elsewhere. And I just didn't think, you know, I could do anything else or go anywhere else. And finally, an opportunity. They they came and um, this one individual came and said, hey, I, th- I think you'd be a great fit. And it's been a dream job making yeah. that transition. And it's, you know, it's almost like I have to pinch myself to believe that I've really been given this gift that, you know, after all those years of struggling, I could find a job that I absolutely love and I'm good at. Yeah. And another one for me is uh, my son, my middle son. Um, he's going through the, the teenage years, um, 15 going on 16. And, you know, there's just elements of your life where you just start dropping balls. And, you know, as a father, I went back to the strongest time of my life where um, I was in boot camp. And you just didn't make mistakes in boot camp or you got it. And I started becoming my drill instructor. And I could see him breaking and in feeling bad about himself. And I said, wait a minute. No, I've got to be better than what I had. I have to take the next step. And my wife, you know, she vocalized that to me. And in within a month of just nurturing him and, and walking him through being 15 and helping him understand the different pieces of it, our relationship has just gotten back to where it was and, and even better than it was before. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a difficult, you know, thing for a father and a son when they have a rift to, to find that place to come back together and be close again. Yeah. We had another movie clip we were going to do, and I think we're running a little bit short on time. So we've got a, a much shorter cl- clip that we're going to play uh, from Seabiscuit, Sam, and then we'll 
we'll talk about that just for a moment. Yeah, part of the cool thing about this clip from Seabiscuit is God uses others in the healing process. I mean, he's ultimately the one doing it, but he chooses to use others, and sometimes that's not always people. So listen to this clip, and we'll come back and talk about it. You know, everybody thinks we found this broken-down horse and fixed him, but we didn't. He fixed us. Every one of us. And I guess in a way, we kind of fixed each other too. You know, as you you listen to that, that's God's goal, is for healing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and it he uses us to help in that process. And see, it's perfect because the one person we didn't hear from on this year <laughs> was me. I was, I was going to try to let that slide a little bit, Robbie. I was trying not to say it. I, I got some really good healing this year just from some past stuff, some things I didn't even know was there that bothered me, some issues with my dad I didn't even know were there until it came out and something I was experiencing. And, and for now, for me, the healing that I'm praying for is the healing of forgiveness, you know, that I could forgive some things that were really painful for me. Yeah. Because it's holding me in that chains of bondage. Yeah. And, and I know it. I believe it. It still doesn't make it easy. Yeah. You know, and so I'm praying that there's going to be some breakthrough on that soon. I can relate to you there. And I'm sure there's some folks out listening this afternoon that can relate to that as well. You know, as I listen to that clip, and I think, you know, it was a horse that brought them together. And I think of Balaam's donkey and how he kind of fixed things there. And, you know, we all have someone in our life like that. And for this group, um, Sam is really our donkey. Al, you beat me to the punch. (laughs) Another thing that I loved about keep laughing. That was good. That was good, Al. For you, that was actually very good. Um, (laughs) What I liked about that clip as well is it kind of sets us up for next week's topic. It does. As we talk about the gift of friendship, you know, and, and how that is truly a gift. And we'll be doing that next week at this time on the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We've just we just cracked the surface, I think, on healing and restoration, guys. But uh, what a great gift, and it seems like we've accepted some that gift this year. We hope you will as well. Uh, if you'd like to listen to some of our past podcasts, log on to themasculinejourneyradio.org. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Until next week, may God be with you. <laughs>